When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. Thanks for spending time. Hale Varsity Radio presented by Currency Tuesday edition. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, and I don't know if he's got the the ice cream cake going or if he's a chocolate cake guy, but uh, he's 39 again. We uh, welcome in Mitch Sherman from The Athletic at Mitch Sherman on Twitter. Mitch, happy birthday, dude. Well, thank you. It's nice of you to notice. I'm actually 36 because that, that's, uh, that's – why are you laughing? No. Because that's, that's, the, that's how old I was on the day that my son was born. So we share a birthday, and uh, I no longer celebrate them after 36. So perpetually 36. And uh, I won't tell you – well, he's in sixth grade because I don't care because I'm 36. Yeah, sure. No, good, good work. I'm, uh, I'm gonna stay. Uh, I'm gonna stay the old Hank Aaron forever. I think. Right, forty four is where I'm at, and we're not moving up. Uh, we're not moving up any further. We're, we're just gonna stay. I like what you're saying. We don't celebrate after a certain number. Uh, mm-hmm. The the Matt Rule World Tour, or I should say, the Nebraska State Tour, uh, saw him get about everywhere and spend a lot of quality time. I want your reaction to to Ben Brommer flipping die on the state. Yeah, I was surprised to wake up this morning and get that news. And it was before 7 a.m. when he made the call over there. I, I, I believe it happened this morning. I talked briefly um, on on DM to Ben this morning and, and had talked to his dad, Mark, uh, for quite a while yesterday. And, and it was an intriguing conversation because I think, you know, Mark Bramer, the coach at Pierce, and the, and the middle school principal there is somebody who's been in coaching for a long time in the state of Nebraska. And, you know, he makes no um, – he doesn't try to hide the fact that he, he still has a lot of um, strong feelings in a positive way for Scott Frost and the job that, that Scott did to, to create opportunities for Nebraska high school athletes. And I think there's a sense oftentimes when there's a coaching change that if you like the previous coach, you don't like – the new coach or, or, or vice versa. And in, in, in hearing about the meeting uh, meetings, I guess you could say that, that Bramer, both Ben and Mark had with Matt rule and Marcus Satterfield on Saturday when, when they flew up to, to Norfolk and, and then drove over to Pierce, um, they did like the new coaches. And, you know, this is a guy who is entrenched in small-town Nebraska coaching and education, meeting a coach who is from New York and has coached in Philadelphia and just came from the NFL and is about to get paid $9 million a year. There was a reason for those two probably not to see eye-to-eye, and they did um, because of the personal skills that Matt Rule has. And even that was not enough to persuade Ben from waking up this morning or deciding yesterday that he was going to go with Iowa State, which had built a great deal of trust with him through Matt Campbell and the assistant coaches on that staff, 
uh, Mouser, the tight end coach, um, Shield, Nathan Shieldhouse, the uh, the new offensive coordinator who was promoted. Um, it, it, Nebraska could not overcome that, despite the good vibes that the Bramer family got from from Matt Rule and, and Marcus Satterfield. Mitchell, it might not be a perfect analogy, but how I'm reading this, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, is it's almost like you know the ex girlfriend that got a new boyfriend and you meet the new boyfriend, you realize he's kind of cool and you kind of like him, but you, you want to act like you don't because, you know, he's, he's dating your ex. Is, is it a similar story to that where you're assuming you're not going to like the new staff? It, it's like the, the ex-girlfriend yeah. dating the new guy and then you, you meet him and you go, well, I, I can't actually overtly say I like you, even though deep down <laughs> I, I, I think you're a pretty cool guy. Well, I, th- I think they did say that they, that they like Rule. And, you know, it didn't pay off as far as, you know, getting – getting Ben to, to come end up at school at Nebraska. You never know. I mean, you never know with these things. You know, there's, there's great players, and I, I say great, like great high school players who I think have the potential to be very, very good college players who are leaving the state of Nebraska and are going to be signing with other Midwestern programs, you know, Big 12 programs, and St. Flores at, at Gretna, the quarterback, and, and Bramer, the tight end um, from Pierce. And, and you know, and then there's, and and then you, you have Cade McIntyre um, from Fremont signing with with Oklahoma. You know, it's Nebraska is not going to win it this time around. Um, but you see what's going on in college football this week, and there's a huge number of players every every December that are going to go into the transfer portal. And I hope it works out. And I think everybody hopes it works it works out for those guys at the schools that they're going to. But there is tremendous benefit. For Matt Rule and his coaches to create these relationships, whatever opportunities they get to create relationships around the state of Nebraska, so that if something does come up where it doesn't work out, and I'm not saying it won't work out for Bramer or for Flores or for McIntyre, but somebody somewhere in Nebraska is going to reap the rewards of, of, of having a head coach who is prioritizing, an outsider who is prioritizing the state of Nebraska. You see that I don't believe Matt Rule has left the state of Nebraska yet. Some of his, some of his assistant coaches are on the road um, out of state, and he's, and he's going to soon enough, and he needs to because he's got to get players from all over the place. But he's made it clear in this first week and a couple of days where he needs to start and what the foundation needs to be. And I think that's going to go a long way with, with helping form those relationships. You're already seeing – um, the work that he does and the way that he does it and why he won over Texas high school coaches so quickly the way that he did when he got to Baylor a few years ago. Mitch Sherman with us, Hale Varsity Radio. You can find Mitch with The Athletic at Mitch Sherman on Twitter. I got a kick out of the, the posting with uh, with Maverick Noonan's mother. Uh, mm. You have the, the ping pong match. Uh, 24 hours earlier, it's Western Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, he's sitting down at a brewery, uh, pouring yeah. one with um, with the, the Nebraska fans and Western Nebraska. He just gets it, and his communication skills are, you know, by all accounts, are fantastic. So, folks want to in, engage with him uh, as we we fast forward here, Mitch. Um, what what's your feel right now? With uh, with some key retention, uh, keeping guys like a Grant, like a Casey Thompson, part of the offensive line that does have experience. Do you worry about some bigger name uh, defections in the portal aside from a Houseman that's already at least put his name in there? Yeah, and I think he's gone. I don't think I don't think there's a chance that okay 
that he's testing the waters and, and you end up getting him back. Now, I mean, you never say never. And Nebraska sure. doesn't have a defensive coordinator or a linebacker's coach. Um, but I get I get the feeling that, that – um, and you know a school that's going after him hard is Iowa. Um, and, you know, it's easy to see what Iowa does with its linebackers and what Jack Campbell did this year and, and the way that they play defense. So not saying he's going to go to Iowa, but I know Iowa has prioritized him as a, as a target. So we'll see where that goes. That would be doubly painful for Nebraska if, if Ernest Hausman, the most promising young defensive player in the program, not only leaves an in-state kid, but leaves and ends up at another Big Ten school like Iowa. So um, it's – Look, this kind of stuff is going to happen with a coaching change. You're going to have some pain at the beginning where you lose some recruits, and we've seen that. Um, and he'll have a chance to get some of those guys back. He has a chance with Malachi Coleman to, to, to get him back. And you're going to have players leave that you don't want to leave. You absolutely don't want Ernest Hausman to leave the program. Um, and and there, there will be others, I think, between now and – and January, when when you've got to enroll at a, at another school, there's plenty of time still for guys to go in the portal. But um, he's got to do what he can and kind of weather the storm, and then the news will start to turn more positive as as things flip and and, and you hear more about players who are coming into the program as transfers and recruits that Nebraska is adding. Uh, the first the first recruit added today. Um, an, a way under the radar um, kid out of Texas, out of East Texas, Bryce Turner, uh, who's who runs a ten three, you know, ten two five, wind dated, hundred meter dash at the Texas State meet last year. Um, you know, he's he's fast um, and, and he's raw as a football player, and that that is the kind of player that Matt Rule and his staff at Baylor thrived at 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 getting and developing. They're looking for that kind of athleticism, that kind of speed. It's why you saw Nebraska offer Jalen Lloyd, the speedster from Omaha West Side and, and, and son of former Nebraska national champion or All-American jumper Dahlia Ingram um, in, in the first hours that, that it was before his introduction as coach um, on, on Monday. Uh, it went, over, went out over the weekend to Jalen Lloyd because he's the exact kind of player that they're looking for, and that's the kind of player that they got from Texas today. So as we get through December and into January, uh, there's going to be more news like that with, and, with, and with bigger names and guys who are ready to contribute right away. But right now you're kind of in the, in the thick of things where uh, between the, the coaching change and the transfer portal and the way that things work in college football right now, um, Nebraska is going to have to weather some blows, and they, and they already are. Mitch Sherman's with us here on Hale Varsity Radio, and – Mitch, I think that, you know, like with the names you've seen in the transfer portal so far this week, I've been a little surprised with how few it's been. And really, Ernest Hausman's the, the main guy who's been a key contributor for this team. But something we talked about when Matt Rules introduced was the fact that we could see another spring exodus once some of these guys start getting in here, which I think is something you're alluding to. But should Husker fans be prepared for the, the eventuality that, that it might be a little bit tougher post-spring football with some of the names you might see going into the portal? You need to see that. There, there's about 67 or 68 guys on scholarship right now, which leaves Nebraska um, with the opportunity to add 17 or 18 newcomers. And Nebraska needs to add probably twice, twice that number mm. of newcomers between transfers and, and freshmen. Um, you know, it's got to be around 30. I think that's, that's, a, that's a fair number. Um, if it's less than that, then you're going to be deficient at positions all over the field. Right now, Nebraska has more defensive backs in the program 
than it does offensive linemen and, and interior defensive linemen together. The, the balance of, of, of the roster, it's, it's out of balance. So you, and you can't get it back in balance with going into, you know, by going into the summer um, without having more guys leave. Uh, and some of it is just going to be a natural kind of progression. I believe there are 10 juniors, uh, soon to be seniors in the program who, who would be going into their sixth year. And I'm talking about guys like Casey Thompson and Anthony Grant and Braxton Clark. And, you know, there, there, are, there, are, there are 10 of them. Um, some of those guys aren't going to stick around. So that's going to bring your numbers down a little bit. And every number that you bring down is an opportunity to bring in a freshman or a transfer or a junior college player. Um, and that's how they're going to get better. And that's how they're going to fix the, the inadequacy that's on the roster right now. So, yes, Elijah, you're, you're seeing it right now. You've seen nine guys go into the portal in the last week. You're going to see more, I, I would think, um, as December goes along. And then there will be another round after spring ball. Mitch Sherman with us uh, celebrating uh, birthday number 36. Follow him on Twitter, at Mitch Sherman. Read him with The Athletic. Mitch, uh, enjoy your day. Thanks for the update and giving us time, uh, as always, man. Uh, appreciate you. Yep, good to talk to you. Thanks a lot. There he is, Mitch Sherman with us. Uh, good to spend time. Good insight there on the portal recruiting transfer uh, the, the, the first week of Matt Rule. On the way, Coach Robert Jones with us from Bay City, Texas.